You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know, ever since Chris and I started this podcast, people have been asking for advice. Usually it's what team to bet on this week. You know, you got the Texans or the Bengals, Clemson or Louisville. Let me tell you this. Where you're betting is just as important as who you're betting on. That's why I always tell people to go to mybookie.ag. Right now, you can use promo code WCE100 for a 100% deposit bonus. That means they're going to match everything that you put into your first account. Mybookie.ag has been in this business for years. Their rep is rock solid. They do 100% cash bonuses, so off the bat, you're making money for doing nothing. And they have the fastest payout. Seriously, just two business days. So go to mybookie.ag, enter in promo code WCE100. That's WCE100. I'm Gary Seegers. Catch me on Twitter at GaryWCE. And I'm Chris Giannini. Follow me at ChrisBGiannini. And this is the Winning Cures Everything podcast from winningcureseverything.com. Before we get started, please subscribe to the podcast, share it, and review it. We cannot stress how important those reviews are for iTunes rankings, so help us out. Those of us who love this sport live for nights like this. You are looking live at the Georgia Dome in Atlanta. It's football. I've been watching it for 40 years. 40. 40 years. How about that? So here is fourth down. Can you believe it? It's picked up by Michigan State's Jalen Watts Jackson, and he scores on the last play of the game. Are you this is Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. This is Big Game Friday, a preview of the weekend's biggest games. Welcome in, Winning Cures Everything, number 157. This is the Friday, November 3rd edition of the show. Uh, today is our Big Game Friday preview. So let's go ahead and jump into this thing. We don't want to take too much time, but we got a ton of games to get over today. Uh, we'll start out with college football. We got five games in college football. We got three NFL games. And we're going to have a rundown of, of all the other games in college football that, that could be big games, possibly. Uh, best uh, weekend in college football yet. Oh, absolutely. Question. Absolutely. We got five games, well, six games between ranked teams. Seven. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, seven games between uh, ranked teams. So there's there's a lot going on here. Chris, let's go on and start out with uh, with number 13, Virginia Tech, at number 9, Miami. Now, we're using the AP poll. We're not using the college football playoff poll. So we'll just we'll okay. keep it like this for now. Uh, Virginia Tech at Miami, 7 p.m. on ABC. Uh, tell me what you're thinking here, buddy. 
Okay, I have a. Originally, I liked Miami, and I thought there was something jacked up about the line because the line opened up at Miami plus two and a half at home. They're the undefeated team, and and I thought this is wrong. This is not right. Eighty-nine percent of the bets, eighty-nine percent of the bets came in on Virginia Tech. Everybody in the world just forgets that Miami is still undefeated and still really good. So I listened to Chris Felica the other day, and him and Stanford Steve, and so I ripped a lot of these, and I don't have the numbers off the top of my head, um, but uh, defenses they've played, Miami is way better than, than Virginia Tech. Offensive output, Miami is better than Virginia Tech. I would not have, I would not have guessed that. Um, all, of, all of these metrics that ESPN uses to grade, Miami is head and shoulders better. This game should not even be close based on power rankings from ESPN and their metrics. And I and with not 89% of the betters coming in on Vitek, that made me feel so much better about being on Miami side of this. All right, so you're taking Miami here. Yes. I there are times here and there where Vegas does get this thing wrong. And I feel like this is one of those times. I I've watched both of these teams play Look, they both got young quarterbacks. They both got playmakers. They both, you know, defenses are strong. Man, I think Virginia Tech's got something up their sleeve here. Like, I'm still all over Vatek on this game. Like, they, they have been waiting for this game for weeks. Miami's had to go through a tougher schedule than they have. Um, I love Virginia Tech here. Like, I, I'm, I, they're one of my bets. I'm, I'm taking a minus two and a half. Um, although it does make me a little wary because you're right uh, – you know, there's a lot. Here's the deal, though. According to Vegas Insiders, 64% of the spread bets are in on Virginia Tech. 68% of the money bets are on Miami. So there's more risk on Miami. That's, that's money line, not total money. When, when right, that, no, that, but that's, that was given out, it was as of Wednesday, 89% of dollars bet. 89% of the dollars on the spread were bet on Vontek. That is. Because if you're going to take Miami, you're taking the money line. You're not going to lay the two and a half. You're going to take them to win the game. True. You're going to get the bonus. You're not going to lay the juice. You're going to, you're going to get the plus. So that's that's the reason that is. That makes sense. Yeah. But when 89% of the spread dollars is on one team, that's scary. And I thought the line was wrong. I thought the majority of the public would be on Miami. Nah, nobody's was, buying Miami. It's I was a, thinking I'm going to stay away from this because it looks like I'm I'm jumping into a fool's pond because I like Miami from the jump. Catching points as a home dog and they're the undefeated team, the higher ranked team, getting very little respect from the committee. So you know, I just well, I, here's now, the thing: Miami has not covered in three straight weeks, and they've had close games against Virginia Tech or sorry uh, Georgia Tech, Syracuse, and North Carolina. So they've won all those games. They won all those games, but they were all super tight. And, look, Syracuse is, is pretty good. Georgia Tech is pretty good. Um, North Carolina, though, is awful. And I think that's where everybody kind of jumped off the bandwagon. Oh, because yeah. Everybody's looking at last week. Yeah. That's it. They're looking one week back and saying, I'm judging this whole team based on this week right here. Yeah. I agree. I agree. All right, so I'm still rolling Virginia Tech. You're, uh, you're rolling Miami here. Oh, I love Miami now. All right. Let's move on. Let's talk to Bedlam. <laughs> Oklahoma at Oklahoma State. Number eight at number 11. 
3 p.m. game on Fox Sports 1. Is that a little surprising to you? Uh, no, not really. They're trying to draw viewers there, man. I mean, that's where Fox puts all their baseball coverage uh, until the World Series actually starts. Um, yeah, I think Fox is really pushing and, and, and working the Fox Sports 1 stuff. Yeah, I, I was surprised. The, uh, the night game is like Minnesota and somebody, and that's on Fox. So I would imagine their primetime numbers are going to be awful uh, because yeah, that's that going up. Shocked, that does yeah. shock me that this is not the primetime game. Yeah, I, I thought they would toss it on Fox to try and compete with, with Alabama and uh, LSU and and whatever else is on Virginia Tech, Miami. Maybe, maybe, maybe they don't want to. Maybe they saw these other big games are, are you know, yeah. going to do monster numbers. Let's just try to take the 230 number. Yeah, that's it's Minnesota at Michigan. That's the uh, six thirty Fox game. So, um, oh, that's yeah. Michigan pulls a ton of eyeballs. So. Yeah, yeah, they'll pull they'll pull eyeballs, but uh, but I mean, not, not as many as these other games. I wouldn't imagine. So, um, look, Oklahoma State is a two and a half point favorite here. Uh, I don't know what to make of this. The uh, the public, um, you know, the public is is about even here. It, tell me what you're thinking here. I really want Oklahoma State to win this game. I like Oklahoma State. I I, I like Rudolph a whole lot more than I like Baker Mayfield. Um, I like Gundy a lot. I will be cheering for Oklahoma State. I think I'm I'm the fool though. I actually think that in every way you grade and measure these teams, I think Oklahoma is better than Oklahoma State. Now. The only benefit that Oklahoma State has is that if Baker Mayfield comes out as the dummy Baker Mayfield, then Oklahoma State's going to win the game easy. I don't know if that'll be him or not. I don't know what Mayfield we're going to get, but I think he's the best player on the team, on the field. I think he is, too. Look, Mason Rudolph, I think, against this defense, Mason Rudolph is going to put up a lot of points, a lot of yardage, a lot of everything. Um, their running game is is legit. Like I like Oklahoma State, but but yeah, I mean I I think you know what? It's screw it. I'm gonna have to go with Oklahoma State here. I'm I'm picking Oklahoma State. If I have to make a pick, I I, I think I'm picking wrong. That's... But I'm not. I am not picking against Mike Gundy. I like him too much. I I pick with my heart way way more than I pick with my with my brain a lot. And uh, and I'm going to stick with that. I, think, I haven't I, done terrible sticking that way. Yeah. I've gotten a lot of underdogs that way, so I'm going to keep riding with it. I'm rolling the same thing. I'm, I'm taking the Cowboys here. Uh, everything says that Oklahoma should be better, but Oklahoma State is favored. They're at home. I, I think they're fired up for this game, and I think they can put points up on Oklahoma. Um, I think what, makes, what, bo- what bothers me about the Oklahoma-Oklahoma State game is is this is supposed to be this great big rivalry. And, and I think in like the last 15 years, Oklahoma State's only won twice. Like, like, I, that, like yeah. I think that's what frustrates me the most is, is this is supposed to be Bedlam. And, and it's, I don't know that this is a rivalry anymore. I mean, it obviously is, but damn, when one team can only win two times out of, you know, a decade and a half, at, at what point do we say, all right, you know, this well, is I mean, just a game look. between Bob Stoops, Bob Stoops is not there anymore. So, That's right. you know, it, it, things change. Whenever Stoops was there, 
it, you know, for whatever reason, he had Gundy's number. He knew how to coach against him. We don't know that about uh, about Riley yet. No, so, you're, you're right on that. So who knows? I, I'll and still. Les Biles, when, when Les was there before Gundy, Les never beat Oklahoma. His whole career there. Yeah. So. Well, Oklahoma State does not have a good overall record against Oklahoma, but that, that's just that's history. Um, it, it's Alabama Auburn basically, uh, only a little bit more lopsided. That's all it is. So one's the big brother, one's the little brother, and that's that's the way it's always been perceived. So, all right, talking about Alabama, let's go on and move on to that. We both got Oklahoma State in that last one. Uh, number 19, LSU at number one, Alabama, 7 p.m. CBS game. Uh, tell me about your Tigers. What, what are we looking at in this game? I think we've got a chance. I actually, God, every year I do this. I know this game's going to be a blowout. <laughs> I know it's going to be awful. I know I'm just preparing myself for the worst. But the week of the game, I wake up and I feel like, you know what? We got a shot. We got a shot. If if ever there was a time, we talked about this the other day when we were doing our picks, if ever there was a time where a team could just thrive off of hate and come in and pull an upset, it would be a, it would be this one. It would be the LSU game. It would be Orgeron being the one to motivate those guys to do that um, and, and, and lead that. The only thing that I hang my hat on is Alabama never goes undefeated. They just don't. They lose a game somewhere. Now, they don't ever lose the LSU game, rarely, unless they're just not the best team on the field. Yeah, they, they haven't in the, the last six Saturday. years. It, it's yeah, been, that, been that six years. Be the case Saturday. Yeah. No, you're, so, you're right. They got more talent than LSU, but, I, hey, I mean, Matt Canada could be – he could have something up his sleeve. Dave Aranda. Look, here's the difference. Like, I'm, I'm obviously going to go with Alabama – based solely on line play. Like, I, I just don't think LSU has the depth at the offensive and defensive lines. And to beat Alabama, you have to have a transcendent quarterback that plays just a perfect game. And Etling, like, even even his perfect games, he can't get the ball down the field accurately. Oh, uh, no. I mean, there's yeah. there's just problems there. And if you're counting on LSU's running game to beat Alabama – I just I don't see where it I don't I don't see where that happens. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. Danny Etling is not going to be the guy to, to lead this upset. I mean, it's just not going to happen. I'm hoping for a miracle. That's all I need is a miracle. Well, what you need um, is special I, teams I, mistakes by Alabama, and and they've made a lot of those this year. A few, a few. I could use a couple of turnovers. That would be helpful. So I, I will I will probably tell you this if. LSU pulls this upset off. Orgeron's getting contract of, extension. <laughs> of, the, of, the, of the year, 80% of the, of the area where we live in, probably going to see my thing on him. I'm not putting pants <laughs> on and I'm going crazy. That's just, I, I can't imagine actually winning this game, but I woke up yesterday, I woke up today, and every day I wake up, I think, we got a shot at this. We absolutely have a shot at this. Hey man, so, hey, what, what did you tell me before? Like hope is a dangerous thing, or hope is the most dangerous the thing worst, a man can have. It's the worst thing a man can have. Worst, <laughs> just the worst. Oh god! All right, so you're taking LSU here, swinging for the fence. Yeah, hell yeah! All right, let's do it. Let's do it. All right, I got Alabama here. Uh, moving on, number six, Clemson at number twenty, NC State. Like I said, AP poll rankings here, not uh, at not the college football playoff polls. Um, 
2.30 p.m. ABC game. Look, it, it is very difficult for me to pick against Clemson. It, it's a seven-and-a-half-point line right now favoring Clemson. Uh, I'm going to take NC State against the spread here, but I, I just don't know if I can bet or if I can pick against Clemson winning a ball game. Like, they've reached Alabama and, and Ohio State status, right? Where you, when you wake up the next yeah. morning, you're just like, what What was I thinking? Yeah. So, uh, tell, me, so me, tell me your thoughts. All right. So, let me tell you what I'm going to do Saturday morning when I wake up. I'm going to make, and we're going to cover most all of these games, I'm going to make a lot of money line bets. Okay. A lot of money line bets. They won't be for a large sum of money, but they won't have to be. Okay. I, I am I am going to be betting on North Carolina State to win this game. Um, I, I think this is the weekend that the committee put their first committee thing out there, and I'm I'm thinking that this weekend I could see just total catastrophe, total catastrophe. I, I, I could I could see Clemson losing this game. I could see LSU pulling off a miracle. We're going to get to some of the rest of them. I could see. All the top ten, just bam, 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 bam. Take the kneecaps right out from under them. All right, Clemson, now. Or, or, all right, committee, now. Tell me who you like now after this garbage happens. We just kneecapped everybody. I will be playing a lot of money line games for dogs this weekend because I think this is the weekend that the NCAA blows it all up. So you think we got chaos this weekend? I think when we think we've had chaos in the past, this is the weekend I am predicting that the whole thing gets set on fire. If Clemson loses this game, in Miami, in Miami loses, They're is out. the ACC basically? Oh no 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 no! Because Virginia Tech still just has one loss. Yeah, but they, they didn't get to go play Clemson again, probably in the uh, or no? I guess it'd be NC State uh, in the. They, oh, NC, they, they will play NC State. Wow, NC State has zero conference losses. Man, the ACC is in a weird spot right now. <laughs> yep, a very but weird listen, spot. I think I think we have getting we're getting very much ahead of ourselves. The top four and the top ten all came out this weekend for the first time ever Tuesday, and everybody's saying, "Well, this needs to happen, and this needs to happen, and this needs to happen for these teams to get in." I think I think I was gonna mess it up. I think I think everybody who has a hand in messing it up. This weekend, it's going down. I would love nothing more than to see that. I mean, absolutely nothing more. Uh, I don't know that all of it happens, but I think some of it could. I think some of well, it could. That's it. I mean, it, it, when you're talking about money line bets, hell, I really just need one or two of them to come through, and I'm still going to be in the positive. Yeah, exactly. And if five or six of them happen, now now I'm just big dick swinging, baby. It's just over. <laughs> All right, moving on to uh, game number five, number 23, Arizona, at number 17, USC. This is the 9.45 p.m. ESPN game. At the Arizona, winner of this game controls it, yeah. the South and the Pac-12. Oh, yeah, which is bananas to think that Rich Rodriguez's team with a – Can win the South. Yeah, with a backup quarterback. This may be a third-string quarterback. Uh, Khalil right, Tate he's is a dummy for having this guy be a third-string quarterback. That's right, a fireball offense. Well, but here's the thing. I mean, if you hadn't seen him in game action, you know, if he, we know that he's not great at throwing the football. So if you look at it just from the the standpoint of, well, maybe he's not a great practice quarterback. 
Like that has a lot to do with it. So, you know, I I don't know. Either way, we do know this now. Uh, He is absolutely the best player on the team. He'll be the best player on the field Saturday. And that's that's at USC. That's right. All right. So tell me, tell me this: Do they have a shot to win this ball game? Not only do they have a shot to win this ball game, I'll be wagering money on them winning this ball game. I, I think we're going to send Sam Darnold home crying. Wow! So last week Sam came off of an embarrassing loss at Notre Dame and beat the hell out of somebody, and good for him. Good for him. Mad Sam Darnold's a good Sam Darnold. Look, I don't know that he can hate that rage and anger and 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 momentum two weeks in a row. You you can I only play don't. with emotion so many times during a year, and and USC may have yeah, used theirs last time. Have to be better than people, yeah. and they haven't been better than many people. No, exactly, exactly. So, all right, uh, so you're thinking Arizona wins? I I think Arizona covers the spread. I, I'm going to have to go with USC here. Like they're if playing favorites at home. Cover line, just know this: if favorites cover lines come Sunday, you might not be able to find me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I'll, I'll be betting. I'll be betting the spread to, to to cover myself, and then and then so I'll be making two wagers on all these dogs, and and if favorites cover all these lines, you, you just you, <laughs> you may be gone for a while. I may have to do the show by myself for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, look, we, from an undisclosed location. We we got nine more games in college football that are all pretty important. So, I, I want to do like 30 seconds on each one, all right? Okay. All right, number Let's 16, Auburn at Texas A&M, 11 a.m. ESPN game. I like Texas A&M to cover the spread here. I don't know that they can hang with Auburn for the entire ball game. The game is at Texas A&M. A&M got absolutely embarrassed by Mississippi State last week. I think they come out and show a little pride. I don't know that Auburn is as good as everybody thinks that they are. Uh, tell me what you think. I still like Auburn. I think Auburn's a really good football team. I'm picking Auburn in this game, and and I, it wouldn't shock me if they covered the spread. I'll be staying away from it, but I I like Auburn a lot. I do think Auburn's as good as everyone thinks they are. So, all right, all right. Uh, number seven, Penn State at number twenty-four, Michigan State, eleven a.m. Fox game. Uh, look, I think Penn State. Everybody wants to talk about emotional hangovers and all that stuff. I don't think Michigan State has the dogs to keep up with these guys. It's a seven and a half or maybe eight point line, depending on where you get it. Uh, I think Penn State blows these guys out of the water. I don't think it's a close game. That is probably conventional wisdom. You don't want a, a pissed-off Penn State team coming off of a, a, a tough, tough loss. But at the same time, man, Mike D'Antonio's been doing something. That Mark D'Antonio's been doing something special this year. Uh, pulling, I have no idea. They don't have talent there at all. And they are hanging in these games. They're all ugly. They're all nasty. If it's bad weather outside, go with D'Antonio. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right on that. Uh, South Carolina, if it's pretty. It, go ahead. Fifty-five. Yeah, Penn State. If it's pretty, uh, fifty-five. Penn State. You're probably right. Run them out of the stadium. I don't know what the weather's supposed to be in that ball game. I have no idea. Well, it's going to be knowing knowing Michigan weather. It's probably going to be ugly. Probably going to be cold, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, we'll figure it out. South Carolina at number two, Georgia. 2.30 p.m. CBS. Uh, this is Georgia's first rank, or first uh, game as the number one team in the college football playoff. Um, look, it, the line has jumped all the way up to 24.5 here. Like, everybody is jumping on Georgia. 
I think South Carolina covers. Will Muschamp keeps this game close. He's a Georgia boy. He wanted that job. Uh, he's always wanted the Georgia job. Um, it, you know, I think Georgia still wins the game, but I don't think that you can line up and just run the football against South Carolina the way that you could against some of these other teams. I, I think Jake Fromm is going to have to do something. And it, and I think he'll do enough. Uh, I think Georgia still wins the ball game. Miracle must champ setting this bitch on fire. <laughs> Going South Carolina to just burn the SEC to the ground. To the ground. If there was one coach where you had to say, you got a bad team, and you're playing a really, really, really good team, who do you want coaching that team to upset them? I want Will Muschamp. I want a guy that's not afraid to, without pads, he'll strap it up and get out there and fight somebody. Okay? It's they a- are going to be so fired up for this game. I want South Carolina. Man, this is just what I want. It's what I need. I, I want everybody in the top to fall. enjoy your enjoy your stay at number one because it'll last one week. How crazy is that? That would Capital be that would be bananas. I'm telling, I'm telling you, twenty point two twenty point dogs. I'm betting money lined on. I'm, if it happens, I'm getting paid. That's it. here. I'm, I'm you looking might not right be able now. To find me if I win them all. Well, here's the thing. that, that You can't even get the money line on South Carolina? Not right now. No, because it, it's, it's too big. You will be by game day. Yeah. Yeah, by, by game, game day, day you might be able to. Somebody will have it. Somebody will have it up. That, I mean, that's a lot, though. Golly, that's going to be so much. So yeah, much. Right. I right. love it. I love it. Number 14, Iowa State at West Virginia. 2.30 p.m. ESPN 2 game. West Virginia's favored by two and a half here. What do you think? I'm excited to watch this game. What time is it on? 2.30 p.m. on ESPN2. So, same time as South Carolina, same time as Georgia, uh, same time as Ohio State, Iowa, we'll get to in a minute. Same time as Stanford and Washington State. I'll be watching this game more than all the rest of those. I really will. Um, I like both these teams. They're fun. I haven't been buying into Iowa State. Morgantown is such a hard place to go play. Got it so hard. Yeah, I mean it is, but but look, Iowa State like it, with this new quarterback in, they haven't been putting up as many points, but at their defense is is definitely legit. So they, they're if just I it, had to make, they're a good football team right if now. I had to make a pick. If I had to make a pick, I'd probably pick West Virginia, but I, I, I don't want to. I'm gonna I'm, I will wager zero dollars on this game, and I will watch it over all the games that I have large sums of money on because this will be more fun. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Wake Forest at number five, Notre Dame, also 2.30 p.m. on NBC. Uh, Look, this game would have been a lot better had Wake Forest's best uh, offensive player and best defensive player not been out this week. Uh, (laughs) So, Wake Forest got that win over Louisville last week. Uh, I don't know how much stock they're putting into this one. Like, they wanted the Louisville game. I don't know how much they want the Notre Dame game. Uh, well, everybody wants a Notre Dame game. Yeah. I mean. But they are playing in South Bend, and I think Notre Dame's just got a lot more talent. Uh, the line is 14. It, I'd probably still roll with Notre Dame here. I probably would, too. This is one that, if it, if it wasn't for the injuries, I would definitely be making wagers on Wake Forest. That's a fact. Yeah. I, I think so, I agree. because and, it, I, and, I might, and, I still, and I still might. I still might. Um, but 
Well, it's a Notre tough Dame. spot for Notre Dame. I mean, they they come off two big, you know, top fifteen games where they they so beat up on USC. After that. Yeah, and then they've got Miami next week at Miami. Road game, road game. Yeah. yeah. And so, and so this is a good spot for Wake Forest, but I, I just don't know if they got the talent to be able to hang. Uh, next one up, number three, Ohio State at Iowa. Another two thirty p.m. ESPN game. And look, the line was sixteen. And it is now 18 and a half towards Ohio State. Part of me believes that Ohio State could easily cover this number. But, I mean, they're playing at Iowa. And Iowa plays well at home, even in 230 games. Tough place to play. It sure is. It sure is. Uh, tell me tell me what you think about it. Get the baseball bat out. We're kneecapping them. I'm taking them. I will be betting Iowa to win this game. But you'll be taking Iowa to win the game. Win the game. To win the game. Put them up there with LSU in, in, in South Carolina to win the game. Yes. The, the only game I think, that Iowa has lost at home was by two points to Penn State. Iowa has been the spoiler of the Big Ten for years. They just have. They did it to Michigan last year. Michigan had all the wins they needed than Iowa. They, they have big boy teams feel good coming into Iowa at the end of the year, and Iowa just finds a way to slap them down. I kind of look at it this way. Happen. JT Barrett had such a good game last week that I feel like he's got to come back down to earth this week. Yep. And, I mean, he's, he's had a stretch run of like six straight games where he's played out of his mind. And, and Iowa, I mean – Look, this is what they've given up this year, all right? So they, they gave up 41 to Iowa State, but here, they gave up 14 to North Texas, 21 to Penn State, 17 to Michigan State, 16 to Illinois, 17 to Northwestern, 10 to Minnesota. Like, they haven't given up more than 20 point, or more than 17 points in four weeks now. Now, granted, those teams do not have the exact same kind of offense here, but, but they know how to, how to put the clamps on teams. This is a team that will that will gladly take a twenty play, sixty yard field goal drive and take up ten minutes off the clock. And if I if Ohio State doesn't have the ball, you know, but the other side of this is that Ohio State's defense will easily be able to stop Iowa's running game. So it, a lot of this falls on on that quarterback at Iowa that I absolutely love. I forget the kid's name is Nathan something or other, but um. I, I just 18 points is way too many here. I would take Iowa to cover. Um, I don't know about I don't know about winning outright, but I've seen crazier things happen. That's why it pays off so well. It's not supposed to happen. Now you're right about that. Uh, number 18 Stanford at number 25 Washington State 2:30 p.m. on Fox. How you feeling about Mike Leach and them boys? God dog man, it's been rough. So he benches. Uh, as quarterback last week, um, I'm st- I'm riding with Leach. I-, I think he'll right the ship. Love might not play in this game. Yeah, that's a big part of this because Stanford looked absolutely awful last week at Oregon State. Without, yeah, without Bryce Love. Without uh, now here's the so only this week last year too. Like without McCaffrey, they were just so bad. Yeah, and then when McCaffrey came back, they were unbelievable. Like, I've never seen a school so dependent upon a running back like Stanford has been the last two years. 
Yeah, it's a little it's a little strange. Here's the only thing that I do know about the weather in this game. It is supposed to be like like lower thirties, freezing rain and snow all day. I was about to say, get some precipitation in there, yep. And Stanford is the kind of team that would thrive in that situation. You know, it I don't know what to make Washington, of this. I think Washington State's defense will thrive in that situation is what I think. Uh, you're, you're probably right here. I you're, think those guys are tough. They play hard defense. As long as the offense doesn't, strange to say, in the Mike Leach team, as long as the offense doesn't put them in bad positions and give them all the way too much, man, I, I, I think they'll win and they'll win good. The, I like I like this team, but, but that's because I think their defense is really good. The over-under is 55 here. I would probably roll the under if I had to make a wager. That's, that's not a lot of points in college football, but you're right. Yeah, I mean, that's a game like that, freezing ball. rain, snow, it's, you know, 30 degrees outside. It's in Pullman, Washington. Uh, if Love doesn't play, I would definitely take the under because I don't know that Stanford can score more than 12 or 14 without him. Yeah, you're probably right. You are probably right. Uh, let's see. We got two more. Texas at number 10, TCU. That's 615 on ESPN. Uh, TCU coming off of a loss to Iowa State. Um, what happened to Texas last week? Do you even remember? No. Uh, do not. Give me a second. If you'll look it up faster. Yeah, I'll, I'll see what I can come up with here. I, I don't remember. I I, know, I, I'll tell you what I think about TCU. Yeah, I tell me that. TCU's offense got to find a way to score points because they have not done that at all when in a look texas uh a couple weeks ago they held oklahoma state to 13 points in overtime so texas Texas beat the hell out of baylor last week 38-7 that's what it was i I literally just pulled that up so yeah um and that's look i think texas is playing better tcu needs to be on the lookout here like they, this is a. Yeah, they got. They got to be careful. Yeah, big time, big time, because this is. Uh, I mean, they're getting into a stretch here. Like we've seen this before, not just from, not just from teams like TCU, but you know, teams that are up at the top there. Texas A and M, uh, was it last year that they were number four in the country in the first uh, in the first playoff ranking, like after getting beat by Alabama, and then just absolutely fell off at the end. I think it was um, last year. Yeah, something like that. If it wasn't last year, it was the year before. But this is Texas. Uh, this is TCU's next four or next three games. They host Texas, then they play at Oklahoma and at Texas Tech. Like this could be. I mean, you you could be looking at four straight losses here. Oh no 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 no! They're too good of a team for that. Gary Patterson's way too good of a coach for that crap. I mean, Oklahoma scares you. And, and Texas' defense has been so good, and TCU's offense has kind of been, eh. So, it's, you know, this game's a little scary, and I think they handle TCU. I don't know if they cover a line or whatever. Or not TCU, Texas Tech. Um, that defense isn't anything to write home about. They'll score plenty of points, and their defense is really, really good. How do you the feel defense, about uh, about the possibility of Gary Patterson going to Texas A&M? makes me sad for the conversation we had off air uh, last week uh, about him. Makes me real sad. But that's a great hire by A&M. Great freaking hire by A&M. If, if they make it. If they make it. 
I just don't know that they no, want to go right. back to they the. Uh, I don't know that they want to go back to the small school thing. I don't. I think they want a proven winner there. TCU's not a small school anymore. Now they're a, they're a Big Twelve. Power. No, I, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about they're not going to go like the Chad Morris route. Oh, you don't think they'll go? Okay, I got you. I thought you were saying you don't think they'll go to Gary Patterson because of small school. No, I think they'll go Gary Patterson because he's a proven winner in the Big Twelve. I'd go Gary Patterson because I think he's one of the top five coaches in college football. Yeah, but I agree. That, that's my opinion. All right, last game we're going to talk about, number 15, UCF at SMU. Look, UCF is, uh, what, 7-0 and right now? I believe that's right. 7-0, and uh, 8-0. Sorry, 8-0 after last week. SMU is 6-2 and and looking pretty good. It, it, is there anything to make out of this? Like SMU being at home, do you think they could possibly come up with an upset here? I don't know. <laughs> uh, that, that, this, this game, they've just beaten people so badly that Central Florida has controlled and dominated games better than anybody in the country. Anybody in the country. They, they have trailed less probably than any team, I would bet, in the country. I, but the, the one thing is SMU can score. SMU can put points up. Yeah. Can they catch them sleeping? I mean, I, I don't know. I think the Central Florida team is really good, and I think there's a lot of Power 5 schools that are very glad they didn't line them up to play them this year. Well, that's, I'll tell you one that's really happy is Georgia Tech. Georgia right. Tech was supposed to play in Orlando in like week three, and Hurricane Irma ended up uh, canceling that thing. So, and they, they're well, not I'm, making I'm it not up. I'm not talking about Georgia Tech, man. I think I think big boy schools. I think you line them up against. I, I could say safely and not feel bad about that. I think they're the best team in the state of Florida. You line them up against Miami, and Miami's like, man, we probably shouldn't have done this. Yeah, you know, and that's an undefeated team in a Power Five conference. I agree. You know. I think they could hang with anybody in the top ten, and 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 it would it shock me if they beat any of the teams in the top ten. That's including Georgia, Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State. No, it would not. I think they are really good. Now, can they fall asleep in a game on the road and and to a team that can put up a lot of points? I've seen it happen before. Would yeah. shock me. They're uh they're fourteen and a half point favorites uh, in Dallas. So. I would not. I would not be betting this game at all. Oh no, I'm I'm staying away. Central Florida games I'm staying away from. I have bet them no matter the number almost every week. And they've covered for you almost every week. Almost every week. This is the this is the one game where I'm going to say SMU just scares me enough to say I'm 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 going to hold off. All right, that does it for the college football stuff. Let's talk. uh, Let's talk NFL. We got three big games on this one, Uh, and we've been we've been talking for a while. So let's go ahead and, and jump into it. The Kansas City Chiefs at the Dallas Cowboys on Sunday afternoon. Uh, Cowboys are now without Ezekiel Elliott for the foreseeable future. The Chiefs, uh, what, what do you make of this? What the Cowboys need the win, like they need this win to be able to stay in wild card contention. Uh, they're sitting That's at four right. and three. I think the Chiefs are what five and two right now. They are five and two. And that, but that's two straight losses. So. They had two straight losses, and then they bounced back with a win last week. So. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, they beat the hell out of the Broncos. That's right. That's um, right. I, I think Kansas City is the most complete team in football, and I don't know that it's close. I think they play offense, defense, and special teams better than everybody. They have a top three defense in the country. 
They have a top 10 offense in the country. They're not world beaters, but they're really good. They're really efficient. And and they they also have uh, what I would consider uh, maybe top two or three special teams in the country. I think they're really hard to beat, and I don't know that there are many teams that I would pick over them. I think if you force um, Dak Prescott into throwing to beat you, uh, I think the Cowboys are in trouble because there is such a massive drop-off from Ezekiel Elliott to Darren McFadden and Alfred uh, Morris. I, I think once you bottle those guys up, it's a little easier to bottle them up. Uh, once you bottle them up, you force Dak to, to beat you, he's going to throw a couple of picks, uh, especially against that Chiefs defense. Like, I'm, I'm going Chiefs all day here. Yeah, I'll go Chiefs, and, and, and I'll probably betting them too. Um, I'm, I know the line has moved a little bit since the Zeke information came out. But but I'll tell you this, I don't know that the Zeke thing mattered too much. I think this defense was really good at stopping the run anyway, and and I think they would have handled them even with Zeke. does not scare me. I think they're a really good team, and I think the Cowboys have been living on borrowed time. I agree. I agree. All right, next up, Broncos at Eagles. Uh, the Broncos don't look good right now. Brock Osweiler is the starter this weekend. So they said they were going to try to get Paxton in, but I think he's still dealing with a shoulder injury. Yeah, he's still hurt. He's still hurt. So Brock Osweiler uh, is your quarterback. Uh, is there any chance for Denver here? I would tell you that I listened to some NFL guys, and they said that there are a lot of metrics that tell you that the, the Broncos are a live dog in this thing. They're also a desperate team in this game. Um, they're the one that needs the win. Philly's kind of playing with house money right now. Nobody was expecting them to be this good. Um, I, if, you, if you make me make a pick, I'm betting on Carson Wentz and the Eagles all day long. Oh, yeah. It's a seven-and-a-half-point line. I, um, could I be a fool come Sunday? Yeah, I, I'll be a fool Sunday, but that's fine. I'll yeah, but you, you'd, feel, you'd feel fine betting on the Eagles. You wouldn't feel good I'm the not, next morning if you bet against them. I'm not, I'm not betting one nickel on Brock Osweiler. Nope, not, not a chance. Not one. Not, not your nickels. I'm not betting on Brock Osweiler. <laughs> that's, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I agree. All right, and last game for us, the Falcons at the Panthers. Now, I bet this game earlier. Um, look, I got the Falcons a plus two and a half. It's now Falcons plus one. I feel like I might have gone the wrong way on this. It, it tell me, talk me off the ledge here. Like in, well, see, in, I disagree. So I went Panthers earlier, minus two and a half. And the reason the line moved is the Panthers traded away their best offensive player. Kelvin Benjamin's gone. And, and yeah, that's does the it matter? big dude that, that Cam's been throwing the ball to. Well, yeah, he's got the most receptions on the team other than McCaffrey. Yeah, I mean, I guess and you're McCaffrey's right. McCaffrey's are all dump-offs. His are those stretches of the field. They don't have a tight end anymore. He's, he's been playing the role of, be bigger than everybody else, go up and get the ball, but it's going to throw it high. And now they don't have that. So I had the Panthers in this. I loved my Panthers in this, and now I'm a little worried about it. So I, I think you're probably the right way. I, I'm going to roll with the Panthers. All right, I'm Got still... to make a pick. I'm taking... And, they, and mine is more a... Defense. I just think there's something wrong. Well, yes, as, as long as uh, Keekly is healthy... And his brain is still working. I'm, I'm going with with the Panthers. I think the defense is really good. The other thing is, is I think the Falcons are are done. I think there's something wrong with them, 
and they are they are not they are not a good team this year at all. Well, they they covered against the Jets last week. Now that's not saying a whole lot, but I mean the Jets have been covering. They covered a lot of lines this year. So that's and they right. won it on the but, road. I mean, nobody covers nobody covers all the lines. They that's true. That. That's true. And so, but the Falcons did get that win last week, so they hadn't given up completely. Um, but they need this one if they're going to stay in this race. So because the uh, the Saints are running away with this division. Yes. All right. So. Right. That's uh, look. That's all of them there. The uh, the rundown is uh, Virginia Tech at Miami, seven p.m. on ABC. Uh, Chris took Miami. I've got Virginia Tech. Uh, Oklahoma at Oklahoma State, three p.m. on FS1. We're both rolling Oklahoma State, right? Yes, sir. All right. Then we've got seven p.m. on CBS. Uh, LSU at Alabama. I've got the Tide. Chris is taking his Tigers. Uh, Clemson at number 20, NC State. That's 2.30 p.m. kick on ABC. Uh, you're taking NC State. I'm going to take Clemson. Like, since we don't have to go against the spread here, I'm just, I can't pick against Clemson right now. But even, even with the Syracuse game, I, I can't do it. Uh, Arizona at number 17, USC. 9.45 p.m. kick on ESPN. Uh, you're taking Arizona. I'm going to take USC. So that, that wraps up the college football aspect of it. NFL Chiefs at the Cowboys. We're both rolling uh, Kansas City here. Uh, Broncos at the Eagles. We're both rolling the Eagles. And the only one that we got different is the Falcons at the Panthers. I'm taking the Falcons. You got the Panthers. Sound about right? Good deal. I, I, I nailed all those. All right, that's going to wrap it up until next week. It's time for the rundown. Remember, check out winningcureseverything.com. You can give us a like on Facebook, facebook.com slash winningcureseverything. You can follow us on Twitter, at winningcures. You can follow myself, at GaryWCE. You can follow me at ChrisBGiannini, C-H-R-I-S-B-G-I-A-N-N-I-N-I. You can also email the show, that's winningcureseverything at gmail.com. And we now have a voicemail line. That number is 551 226 9899. If you want to call and bash us for talking bad about your favorite team or praise us or just tell us about how awesome your team is doing, leave us a voicemail. That number again is 551-226-9899 and we may toss it on the show. Thank you for supporting this show and until next time, have a good one guys. Hey, don't forget, subscribe to the Winning Cures Everything podcast on iTunes and make sure you leave a review. For every 25 written five-star reviews we get on iTunes, we are donating to St. Jude's Children's Hospital and LeBonner's Children's Hospital in Memphis, Tennessee. So subscribe and review on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and all your favorite podcast apps. Remember, the Winning Cures Everything podcast. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.